Hello and welcome to the Guilty Pleasure Podcast, the podcast that celebrates and elaborates on our odd interests. I'm Amanda Salvatore. And I'm Jackie Ray Abel. And today's guest was Molly Wixon. We talked about wordplay, grammar, spelling, and everything that you English nerds love to geek out about. Super fun. Super funny. Super alliteration. Um, if you'd like to reach us, you could always email us at guiltypleasurepodcast at gmail.com. Or find us on Instagram or Facebook at Guilty Pleasure Podcast. Um, if you like what you hear, please leave us a review on iTunes. Amanda and I would love to get 50 reviews before the end of the year. So if yeah. you haven't left a review yet, please go ahead and do that. If you've left a review and it hasn't showed up, maybe try again. Yeah. The iTunes store is a weird thing that we don't understand. And for whatever reason, they don't want us to to succeed so yeah. <laughs> let's help fight the itunes patriarchy and get your review up on there uh finally we're going to start the guilty pleasure podcast facebook group so mm -hmm. if you're listening to this right now on your phone which you probably are open up facebook search the guilty pleasure podcast group and uh, join it's going to be a place where all of our listeners can come and talk about episodes and share interact. your guilty pleasures yeah. interact directly with me and amanda besides our facebook page or our instagrams and yeah that's it thanks so much for listening guys thanks for listening Bye. the nerdist school network for class and show information visit nerdistschool.com hey guys it's ryan and kelly hey guys it's ryan and kelly <laughs> from the hellmouthy podcast do you want to watch buffy either again or for the first time ever and talk about it with us. <laughs> You'll be doing talking by yourself, but we'll be talking. Check out the Hellmathy podcast on Nerdist School Network. Listen to it. Okay, <laughs> let's try it one more time. <laughs> Welcome to the pod. Finally. Yay. We finally got Molly on the podcast. I was a little upset when you guys had Adam on and you were like, you're the last of the vanities. And I was like, um. That's because, and, and here to justify, to um. save our asses, Molly actually did um, our Project Alpha show. I did. So that's technically a version of Guilty Pleasure, but we need to have you on the pod. I I know. And, and I, now here you are. I, I heard that and I knew in my heart that that's what you guys were thinking. <laughs> in your heart of hearts. You knew in we loved you. In my heart of hearts, I knew that's what was going on. Really what it was? Saving the best for last. Oh. I know. And you know what's best is we can say that because I don't think anyone else on our team listens to the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> also, it's true. <gasps> Whatever. Just kidding. Just kidding. No, everybody's equally wonderful except Eric. <laughs> <laughs> no nuts. Just kidding. Yeah, Inside jokes. Guy. Inside F jokes. Inside Everyone jokes, will guys. love them. But Molly, Inside you jokes. are uh, one of the other. So Amanda and I are the only two ladies on the podcast. Uh, no, we're just three ladies on the vanities. <laughs> You're the third lady. Counting's yeah. hard. Counting, Counting is, is hard. So hard, you it's guys. Hard. So you are an improviser and a sketch comic in yes. Los Angeles. Yes. And what is your guilty pleasure? <laughs> My guilty pleasure 
is uh, grammar, wordplay, puns, all of the above. Anything that has to do with being uh, an English snob. Yay! Yay! Snobbery! Snobbery is a wonderful topic. I'm actually a little self-conscious because I have to say, well, I do love some of the things that you just listed. I am notoriously horrible with grammar. This is a true story. Mm, Me too. Do you know how sometimes when you learn something as a kid or someone tells you something and it just goes in your brain and it just stays there forever? Yeah. There was, I went to Catholic school, there was a priest who, I don't know why he was teaching us grammar, but he was teaching us grammar, and this is exactly what he said to us verbatim, if you have to take a breath in a sentence, that means that there should be a comma there. Not true. Um, No, sometimes it just means you ran out of air. Yeah, sometimes you're just, sometimes you don't have proper breath support. You may be asthmatic. Yeah, maybe you have a lung disorder. Or maybe even your sentences are so run on that you're running out of air before you can finish them. Or maybe you went for a run before you started talking. Yeah. That's true. Sometimes Sometimes you're running with people and you're having a conversation with that person and you so, run out of air. Amanda, I wanted to that would be a really so bad, many commas. So, so many, many commas. commas. So many commas. Or if you're discussing, I mean like honestly, if you're doing it with somebody and you're out of breath, well, terrible yeah. time to have a conversation. But also like sometimes the best be time to have a time to have a conversation. Maybe not like a That's serious like, conversation. You owe me half of the rent. Could you send that to me? Like, that's a great time to have that conversation. Or did you watch last week's episode of The Bachelor? Yeah. Well, with a man Are and Max, it would be listening friends. to my that. podcast? It could be that. Or like, did you, what season are we on of Friends? Yeah. Nine or ten. Um, by the Terrible way, times. after Max's episode, I had to go watch The Turkey on the Head. It's episode. such a good episode and it surprises me every time she walks out with that turkey and he says and i love that you dumb dance oh she does great it's also you're putting it seems so unlike monica to put some a raw a raw turkey on her head on your on your face, on your face. that has food poisoning all over mm-hmm. it Absolutely. i know really it was such gross. it was such an irresponsible choice let's move on yes and go on to wordplay <laughs> Grammar. <laughs> to grammar. I, I also am um, terrible with grammar. So um, we'll get there, though, okay. I'm sure. All right. Um, so when did you start? Is this something that happened to you when you were a child learning grammar? Like, how this did you has, get into this? I feel like this has always been with me. So it's it's not even just grammar. It's like words in general. But my sister used to do spelling bees. And so we would practice spelling at home. Uh, she was like real into them, and she even made it to like regionals or state or Ooh, something. That's pretty badass. Yeah. I didn't even get into <laughs> them. That's how bad I am. At um, and so she and I, she and I would practice because she was like, "I need to practice," and I was like, "Okay, I'll practice with you." Um, so I used to be like that annoying like third grader who would be like, "I'm better than you because I can spell hors d'oeuvres and lackadaisical and Afghanistan." Like those were the three words that I was like, "Could I you spell those right now?" Because I don't know how to spell any um, hors d'oeuvres. H o r s based. D apostrophe O E U V R E S. Ooh, Afghanistan. Um, oh, is that one capital A? No, it's not. But I, I love that you were the like face, I'm the face. The face that Molly just gave me was like sheer terror, being like, "What?" No, I just was like, I didn't actually expect you to be like spell all of them, and I was like, "Okay, I don't know how to spell anything." Thing. I'm learning. I'm using this as an opportunity to expand my mind. Or Durst was the one, though, that, like, I literally used to go around. And, like, that was, like, 
if people like was bullied me on the trick, people, if like people bullied me on the playground or whatever, I used to literally say to them, "At least I can spell hors d'oeuvres." Which is, isn't it like hors de ovaries or something like that? Hors de ovaries? <laughs> yeah, that's basically what it looks like when you read it. Right? Fragile. Like I'm just that's how. Hors de ovaries. Hors de ovaries. You guys, I'm a hors de ovaries. Okay. Um. Oh, I, I I invited everyone over Thanksgiving, and um, we are going to start this evening. With our whores to ovaries and like women just walk out. Is that is that a sketch? Is that a sketch? Um, yeah. Yeah, that's right. right. Definitely a bit. It's right. definitely, definitely a bit. bit. I did write down whore to ovaries. It might be the name of this episode. <laughs> Um, okay, so Afghanistan. Spell Afghanistan. And then you don't ever a- have to spell it. Afghanistan is tricky because you have to say capital A. Oh. And then it's F and then G and the tricky H. There <gasps> is a random H in there. And then the rest is easy. A-N-S-T-A-N. Oh, I forgot the I. Ooh. Oh, Molly could not make it to nationals. I-S-T-A-N. There you go. And lackadaisical. Oh, we're going to do it. We're doing it. We're doing it. L-A-C-K. I- and then this one's tricky. It's D A I S I C A L. Oh, I thought that would be okay. I got you. So cool. But so there's all like the the, they pick tricky words because it's trick letters in there. <laughs> trick letters. Trick letters. Surprise letters. I know that one because there's a trick letter. But like Afghanistan usually gets people out because they forget to say capital A or they forget the H in there. Well, God bless. you. I wouldn't think in a spelling bee you had to. Had to specify. specify that it was a a, a noun, like a, a proper noun. Well, but I love it when people are like. Also, um, the fact that you know what a proper noun is, like, get a girl. Noun? Yeah, this is noun. like how bad I am at uh-huh. all things. This is like why I was like, yeah, I'll say words on stage, but I won't. <laughs> like, I was terrifying. It's a sports of, problem. It's a sports problem. We've got a sports problem. <laughs> That's an inside joke, you guys. But just referring to something <laughs> that happens in sports that's negative as a sports problem is hilarious. <laughs> Bring it out at your next football party. Um, or golf, whatever that could have sports problems. Golf parties, golf parties. <laughs> I, yeah. I I go to a lot of golf parties. Yeah, a lot. Do you really? No. Uh, <laughs> I'm say spell golf party. No, I'm kidding. So you got uh, into um, grammar at a young age. Sure, spelling, and then also um, my mom's dad was a political cartoonist. Oh, so cool. I like how you said mom's dad except instead of grandfather. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's important because like I got the the wit and the like dry humor and everything from her. Like the the smart dry humor. But then my dad is like super into like dad jokes and <laughs> and like puns and like dumb humor. Mm-hmm. So like it's a mix of the two. So I have like smart jokes from my mom and like dumb jokes from my dad and I appreciate both of them so much you use both of them so well too I would say that that makes a lot of sense with your sense of humor yeah it's kind of one of my favorite senses of humor thank you to be honest thanks so uh that was like always circling in my childhood and then I feel like we played so many word games and we were such a competitive family (laughs) so like that (laughs) can you believe that yeah I'm a pretty competitive person but um yeah, the word games were a constant, and that was always a, a definite in our family. What do you mean by word games? Like Scrabble or like... <laughs> Scrabble, Boggle was a hundred in our family. We were a big Boggle family. <laughs> I've never played Boggle. I was going to say, I've never played... I don't I do not do spelling games because I'm so bad at it. Oh, uh, We were all about spelling games. Scrabble, Boggle. Um, and then my dad and I, we play um, the Jumble, the Daily Jumble, that scrambled word game. 
The What's Daily that? Jumble. Where do you find the Daily Jumble? It's in the newspaper. Um, and it's the best because it's a word scramble. So you get four words you have to unscramble. Or if it's Sunday, you get six words. Oh, but you got yeah. some extra time on Sunday. Oh, wow. It's the day of rest. So. so each word you have to unscramble. And then some of the letters are circled. And then those circled letters become part of this phrase you have to unscramble. Ooh. But it comes with this dumb little picture, and then it's all—it's a pun. The answer is always punny, so it's this dumb like. Uh, okay, I'll give you an example. Uh, like it might be um, like two people hanging mm-hmm. out, right? Okay, like two two people dressed up like clowns in prison, okay. and then it might be like these two criminals were arrested because they were, and then the answer might be clowning around. Yeah, like it's a, some dumb yeah pun always. And and then you're like, ah, ha, ha, ha. oh, <laughs> on to the next. Yeah, but my dad and I uh, always do that together. And we, uh, he used to call me every morning on my commute, and he would give me those letters over the phone, and I would oh. unscramble them while I was driving. And he would be like, oh my god, and he would time me, and he called, he really? calls me the Jumble Queen because you're I, the Jumble Queen. Max is the is the Puzzle, puzzle King, <laughs> and you're the Puzzle Master. Was it Puzzle, puzzle King? Master? No, puzzle puzzle King. King. He was Puzzle, was puzzle King. King. And I'm the Jumble Queen. And you're the Jumble Queen. Oh, my God. <laughs> yep. Oh, my God. I love that. Uh, serendipitous. So beautiful. Spell it. Spare- Spell it. Serendipitous. S-E-R-E-S-E-R-E-N-D-I-P-T-I-O-U-S. I think that's right. Sure. I think that's right. It's probably not T-I-O-U-S. It's probably Tipitus. T-O-U-S. When you... Sure. That could be it. Sure. I don't know. I do you um, when somebody yeah. in a spelling bee asks mm-hmm. for the origin of the word, or if you could use the word in a sentence, how does that help you spell it? Okay. Or do you know First that all, answer? Or um, yes. Okay. Cool. Because you're awesome. Because if it's the origin of the word, it could be Latin or Germanic, and then that changes. And then it changes like how you would spell it, cool. and use it in a sentence. Then is like, oh, it's a noun. It's a verb. It's an adverb. It's a pronoun. It's whatever. And does that affect it? Like the spelling of it, would that affect? I guess like Afghanistan, but that's a country, so I would assume like. Well, then if it's a country, then they're like, oh, it's a proper noun. It has a capital A. Yeah, and you have to mention that. Also, then it might like, because they practice that. Also, it might jog their memory of like, oh, right, that's this word, and this is how you spell it. Oh. Yeah, I think the context clues would actually kind of help with that. Being like, oh, right, that it needs a Y instead of an I E. Right. Exactly. When we talk about, I, I know what a proper noun is, but like that's about it. That's all I remember from my language arts knowledge. Ooh, can we test me on this? Of course. Okay, we can. let's. So an adjective. Oh God, I'm gonna make an idiot of myself. <laughs> adjective. So a a noun is like a person, place, or thing. Sure. Right? Bing, bing, yeah. bing, bing. Yep. A mm-hmm. verb is an action. Yes. Bing, 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 bing. And an adjective is a descriptor. Bing, bing, bing. Descriptor bing. for what though? For like an object. No, or like well, a thing, like or like um a descriptor for a, an, uh, oh ooh ooh a noun. Yes, yeah. So bing, an bing, bing, adverb bing. then is a descriptor for a. Oh wait, wait. Oh, I wasn't paying attention. I was giggling at Jackie's bing 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 noise. Um, what? An adverb is a descriptor for a, uh, a verb. Bing yes. bing bing oh, bing. Okay. <laughs> like trick so question. an adjective. An adjective describes a noun. An adverb describes a verb. A verb. So it would be like. Oh, can you give me an adverb? Fat, like running, slowly. Running slowly, fast. fast. Yeah, okay. So adverbs almost always end in L-Y. Fastly. Or slowly. Slowly. Smoothly. Smoothly. Like they're... So you'd be like, 
if I was at a spelling bee, I'd be like, is this an adverb? Can I ask that question at a spelling bee? Um, also, if they were like, spell slowly, I'd be like, oh, okay. Well, that's why that's why they say, like, can you use it in a sentence? Yeah. Good. But, like, good. If, if they were like, um, the word is smoothly, you wouldn't be like, okay. God, Does uh, it sound Germanic? Like, but, like, that would help because then if you know, like, oh, it it describes a whatever a verb then you're like okay cool it ends in ly instead of an ie <laughs> you thought it ended in ie I'd be guys like, i don't know how to spell i the the one i will i will tell this story because it, it jogged my memory when you were saying like your sister was in spelling bees i'm like that's the most horrifying um experience of my life i remember being in second grade and um we were being they were you know, there's only so many children in the class and there's only so many slots per class for the spelling bee, correct? So I remember standing up and I had only been in this school, this little Catholic school for a couple of months and already not cool, like definitely called a weirdo several times. So I'm like already anxious. I'm like, great, spelling's the worst. And my word was cartoon. And I had never seen what cartoon I, I was like i don't know how to spell that shit i don't know so i spelled cartoon and i did it i, I remember i remember where i was i was standing up and i was like car c a r and i was like okay tune t and i remember seeing all these little kids like sitting in their desks being like come on come on and like yelling and like being like ah and it's just like T-U-N-E. And they were like, no! And that was like, that was the nail in the coffin of being like, but that forever was... being made fun of. Or bad or at like, spelling. Just bad at spelling. Like, was just such a traumatic experience. I remember, I, ugh, blurg. The but worst. that's not a bad guess. I mean, like, truly, if you for a ten-year-old. No, I was, I was like, no, I was in second grade. Ten, oh, I for was, a six-year-old. Yeah, no, it's I was not, probably like seven and not a half. A bad, not a bad, uh, was that bad? not a bad thing. No, right? So no. anyway, needless to say, I write now. <laughs> <laughs> and there's spell check, and I love it. But so, so spelling bees are horrifying to me. I'm so impressed by you. I'm so impressed. Well, that blows I, my mind. <laughs> I did them, but my sister was like the, the champion. The I actually was really good at geography bees, but... Geography, geography bees. bees. Well, we're on spelling. Let's, let's stick it to wordplay. <laughs> I want to explore geography. You can give me give us a little preview as to what a geography bee is. I mean, they quiz you on state capitals, and my mom, Uh-oh. my mom, again with the puns, like had these like little tricks to help you remember state capitals. So she would be like, "Okay, St. Paul sells Minnesotas. So St. Paul's the capital of Minnesota." That's how I learn everything. That's actually that's really wild. That's like a tool that I used. All the time is is kind of associating yeah. things and like coming up with fun uh, tricks to yeah. remember stuff. My mom did that with the state capitals, so she would be like, "Okay, so when Columbus came to America, he said, oh, Ohio." So that's the capital of Ohio. That's Columbus. great. <laughs> that's, that's so actually really great. Cute. So, it's that's... funny. You're taking that test, and you're kind of <laughs> yeah. what about at California, Sacramento? 
How did you come up with that? How do you remember that I, one? That's just our state. Come on. Oh, guys. fair enough. <laughs> that's fair enough. Do you right. want to know something really... I actually realized I didn't know the state capital of California. <laughs> I didn't know. When I you asked this question right now. Yeah, I was like, what's the what state capital it? of California that I'm a citizen in? <laughs> but like, also, what is it? <laughs> also doesn't make any sense. Like, why wasn't New York City the capital of New York? Why is it Albany? Well, yeah, originally, San Francisco, when it was called Yerba Buena, was the capital of California. See, I know all this New York state history, but now I well, feel like there. that's for naught because I now live in California. Well, we have the internet now, though. And also, like, sure. you didn't go to school here <laughs> where they were teaching you that stuff and you had to, like, sit and listen to it. Sure. You know? Yeah. But anyway. now you know. It's now I know. Now you know. Big thanks to Molly. Yeah. Thanks, Molly. <laughs> no teaching problem. us. So when you told us about your guilty pleasure being word wordplay, grammar, spelling, and, like, just basic English correctness, mm-hmm. you had mentioned that you tend to be very, not aggressive, but you you point out mistakes when you see them. Oh, I'm judgy. Yeah. How You're do you, judgy. Yeah, so let's. It. Let's go into that. Let's dive deep. Ass bitch. <laughs> Judgy ass bitch. <laughs> with your tricky letters. Um, so people people often ask me to edit their papers, and I'm like, okay, sure, no problem. And then I get them, and I'm like, oh, God. Oh, come on. And I just – I read them, and I am such a snob. Um, like, I won't say it to their faces, but I am just, like, underlining and highlighting and, like, changing words around. And I'm like, this is just <laughs> – this is just Not so sad. sad and pathetic. <laughs> pathetic. Sad. We were this sad and pathetic. Oh, great. Um, I'm in grad Adjective. school right now. and Oh, I'm sorry. Did you, did you drop something? Do you want to pick it up? That's a pretty big That's a pretty big, that's a pretty big brag that you dropped right yeah. there. I we get it. You're smart. I'm, yeah. I'm in grad school right now, but I'm saying this because you expect if people in grad school, like, they know how to write a paper. You'd be surprised. And a woman in my class, she was like, oh, hey, can you just, like, look over my paper? And I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for adjusting that mic, Jack. No problem. I saw it. It just went and we kept going up. Just like. Super (laughs) Um, And so she emailed. I was like, yeah, cool. Just, like, email me your paper. So she emailed me her paper. First of all, actually, what she did, this is a side note, but I thought it was so funny. She texted me pictures of her paper. And I was like. What? what? And I was like, no, can you just like email me the document? Like, I'm not going to read your pictures and then like somehow like draw on them with like clip art or something. I don't know how you could draw with clip art. But anyway, that's beside the point. I don't edit I'd like the you way you edit, Jackie. Um, you could open those up in preview, put some annotations on there. That would be so annoying. It would be very annoying. Like annotate my signature at the end. Corrected by Molly. Um, so I, she finally emailed me her paper in a normal way and I was reading it and I just was like oh my god what is this it looked like uh, like a paper I would have written in like sixth grade oh my god I'm oh never no. sending anything to you to correct no you're oh I'm sure it was, no I'm so are we talking about everything. structure are we talking about structure like she had like literally a paragraph was one sentence and I no. was like what is this <laughs> I like was, five lines. She did not go to the same school. She did not get that education from that priest like Jackie. I mean, nope. nope. And here's the thing. Like reading things like that, like offends me. It, it should offend you. It offends my sense of why does Why does it offend you? I think because like I was taught in school and also by like my mother, like, don't do that. Like, so she used to, my mom used to go around correcting our grammar. Like if we would say like these ones. Mm-hmm. She'd be like, "No, what do you? 
are, are, do you see ones in the sky, like number ones that you're referring to? Like, what are you talking about? And she'd be like, if you're referring to that pair of shoes or those burritos, say those burritos or these shoes. If you say these ones, like you're talking about a number one or some other one. And I would be like, okay, mom. She can like, you can also just point to them and say these. And so she like literally would correct us over and over again. And then when we would say like, oh, can I do that? And she'd be like, no, no, no. You say, may I do that? And that was like a constant in my childhood. She'd be like, I don't know, can you? And I'd be like, oh, mom. Oh. And she'd be like, you can say, may I? And I'd be like, all right, mom. Okay, fine. Blah, blah, blah. So like correcting grammar was like a thing in my childhood. And those yeah. were the two big ones that she would correct. And so like, I'm just like, okay, cool. Like, I know I know how to speak. And I, I give people leeway when they speak because slang is like such a big thing. And I often jokingly talk and I'm like what's up y'all and like that's yeah. <laughs> whatever yeah you're playful with it you don't have to but be writing I give n- I have a zero tolerance policy <laughs> no Molly's eyes just turned bright red <laughs> well, fire came from sure. the ends smoke, of her hair smoke she's smoking came it's out of aggressive. my ears sure because with writing you are you have the chance to edit and refine so that when you publish your work or you hand it in, it you have the option to... It's No one's ever like, write this paper in 15 minutes. You know what I mean? Yeah. You have well, plenty of time. And if they are, if it's like a timed write, okay, fine. And also there's the other thing too. If it's creative writing versus like academic writing, that's a whole other thing. I love poetry. I write poetry. My grammar is not always the best in poetry because that's a creative writing. And it's like, about the feeling, not necessarily about right. uh, the correctness of Absolutely. the structure of it. And, you know, like I don't always start sentences with I in, in poetry because it's like, okay, great. We get it. You're talking about yourself, blah, 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 blah. You know, and that's a whole – I just sounded like my dad. My dad always says blah, 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 blah. <laughs> really cute. Um, but – that's a whole different thing. But she was sending me like an academic paper that we were turning in for grad school. And I was like, no, uh, I'm sorry. No, I just. And so then what did you do? Do you use a red marker? No, but I highlighted and then I like made suggestions and like I cha- like put like what I was saying. I was like, you could put this kind of uh, sentence structure in here instead of that. And like maybe use this word instead because you've used you know uh, this other word 10 times already like why don't you mm-hmm. get out of thesaurus and this word doesn't mean that so use a dictionary as well like I just <laughs> oh my god <laughs> and how about you like stop sucking like also just I just like, I was like uh, your tense has changed like four times in this paragraph so maybe figure out what your life is about <laughs> just... maybe jump off a bridge no uh... but I'm like I'm usually nice when I edit papers but it's grad school. In the comments, I'm nice. In my brain, I'm like, you fucking idiot. Like, just- like how did we both get accepted to the same program? Like, how am I? What does it say about my degree that I'm paying to get right now that you are also in this program? And also, like, why am I not getting paid to edit your paper? Yeah, really? I mean, that's also a good point. I mean, I can totally relate to that because I do for my job I have that I get paid for involves a lot of writing and I can definitely I'm not the best with grammar so I always say when I hand stuff into people nothing is precious feedback is welcome I'm not great with grammar so please help me with that if you and and call out things just say it you don't have to like sugarcoat it with me because I know that that's one of my faults but generally speaking when it comes to structure and laying out your idea and your thesis 
that was drilled into me. I went to Catholic school from um, pre-K to eighth grade, and the only thing I learned from that entire section was like the act of contrition and how to write in a, a and paper. Don't have, and don't have sex. Contrition. Don't have and sex. Then that was one. In too. my high school, we had these things <laughs> called collateral papers, which are basically oh. term papers, and collateral. you did two collaterals per class per semester. So it ended up is. you ended up doing basically twenty six term papers a year. So I know how to write a fucking paper. Uh, like I know uh, how to do an introduction. I remember I had this one history teacher. I don't remember his name, but he was like, your thesis sentence has to sparkle. And he would do this oh. like very dramatic. It has to sparkle. It's got to it's got to bring me in. If you're going to wow. tell me about the British British invasion, invading America, I want it to sparkle. I was like, okay, so my, my first sentence has to sparkle. Gotcha. Got so it. you should have literally write, this sentence is sparkling. This sentence is, sp- or just write highlight it, it with in glitter glue. glue. <laughs> um, but so I can get, I, I'm, I'm definitely a stickler. Glittering. I'm definitely a stickler for structure and for format. Yes. So I totally get you with that. But with grammar, I'm a little like, ooh, I can't be too stickler. Because the way I pass language arts, I was giant. I'm. A, I still am a giant reader. So the way I passed language arts as a kid was, I was like, that doesn't look right. So I know it's wrong. Well, kind and of there are some leeways too when it comes to grammar because there's, <laughs> there's a hot contention over the Oxford comma and how many spaces you should give when leaving a period. Like those are things that like you know. I mean, there's other things too, but those are. Some like so. Some people believe you should put after a period two spaces, and some people believe you should put one. So it's like what? okay, well, yeah. It's a, it's a hot topic. And then, of course, the Oxford comma, which is... When, I'm pro-Oxford comma. Oh, me too, What's 100%. an Oxford comma? Okay, so if you have they a They both of... raised their hands, and, and then I did it too, being like hive mind. I was like, okay, yes. We but should I get know. matching tattoos that say pro-Oxford Oxford comma. comma. <laughs> I would get one. Um, so the Oxford comma is if you have like a list of three. If you're like, um, Molly, Amanda, and Jackie. Yes, ooh, ooh, ooh. Ooh, okay, I know this. Okay, yes. Okay, Explain so, us the Oxford comma, Okay, Amanda. so there would be, okay, well, I don't know what the Oxford comma is, but this is how I structure that sentence. Is this is the only grammar thing I remember mm-hmm. at all. Okay. Um, you do a comma, like if it's uh, so Jackie, us, yeah. Amanda, and Molly. So where so would the commas go? After Jackie, mm-hmm. after Molly, mm-hmm. and Oh, fuck me. Oh, my God, guys. Wait, give me your paper. Give me your paper. Well, I maybe actually, if we give you a full sentence, I, we're just giving you like a phrase. So if you yeah. say Jackie, Amanda, and Molly are ho- are recording a podcast, how would you write that out? Jackie? <laughs> She's literally writing it out, you guys. <laughs> Molly. This is adorable. And? Mm-hmm. Amanda? Is that? Oh, shit. I did it in your email. And I remember wanting to talk about it. It's and. Is that it? Amanda? I didn't spell my name so right. So she wrote Jackie, comma, Molly, comma, and, comma, Amanda. No. And she didn't spell her own name right. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, and Amanda, comma? Is that it? Or no. is it is, no. if it's after the and? So you, There's like a third one So it in would there, just be right? Jackie, comma, Molly, comma, comma, and Amanda. No comma. Oh, uh, what what do so I here, do? So, I do another comma so, in there. So the Oxford is it comma after that's, a, that's an extra comma. Oh, I'm just doing it, and so, I'm so proud of it. So I like Oxford, making sure I do it. I don't fucking remember. <laughs> the Oxford comma is Jackie comma Molly comma and Amanda. A non-Oxford comma is Jackie comma Molly and Amanda. So that second comma wouldn't exist if there was no Oxford comma. Meaning oh, that, so it's oh yeah. So there is the reason this is important. I think then the that's Oxford what comma. that's what I did because I was like anxious about this one. I was like that doesn't feel right. The yeah, Oxford you, comma. So instead of here, 
Right. Got it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I do the that. The second comma. The I Oxford the comma, comma is important, though, because it separates Molly from the and. Yes. But if you don't have it, it could be Molly and Amanda are one unit. We are one unit. <laughs> well, I mean, yes, we are. But that's, yeah, I do that. Oh, I do the Oxford comma. Great. But like, guys. so like if you've ever heard of the book Eats, Shoots, and Leaves, right? Eats. Eats, shoots, and leaves. It's a whole right. book about grammar, you guys. You should read it. I love that. Eats, I love shoots, that. and leaves. Eats, I should leaves. read it. But Jackie's going to read it for me. It's either eats, comma, <laughs> shoots, comma, and leaves, which you would be like, okay, they ate, they shot, and they left, or it's eats, comma, uh-huh. shoots, and leaves. Mm, got it. So like. Do they like? Is it talking about pandas? Is it talking about pandas? Like the pandas on the cover? Do they eat shoots and leaves? Like bamboo shoots. Got it. Or are they shooting someone and then leaving? leaving. Are these pandas on a murderous rampage? (laughs) So it's death by panda, which like actually is what it is because the uh, the the panda is holding a rifle. So on the cover of that book. Mm-hmm. Really? If you know, no, I don't know. Like, I really? don't know. I don't even know. I don't even know how to spell my own name. I just fucked <laughs> up my own name. The panda on the cover is eating a is eating a bamboo shoot. Oh. But but when you open it on the inf- on the fold, has, it has a gun. Actually, a panda wrote it, and in his like in his in his picture of of um him, you know, for his author notes, it's a picture of him with the rifle. But that's He's why part I'm of the NRA. pro yeah. Oxford it's comma. It's very awkward. It's, it's, it's contradictory. I'm also pro to spaces between a period. But that's okay. just how I was I've too. actually never heard that. I've never heard that before. I'm, I'm pro that because I, le- I started typing on a typewriter and you would always just hit like the double space after Twi- a period. Uh, gotcha. And so now I'm just used to two spaces. So you use a typewriter currently or you no. just have? <laughs> no. When I first started typing though, I learned on a typewriter. You're so cool. My grandparents had a typewriter. So I used cool. to type on it. I have several typewriters. Well, I only I have love, two. I love They're decorative. They're decorative. <laughs> well, I got the first one. The first one's from the 20s, and I got that for Max for Christmas one year. And I was like, he wanted to find like a ribbon for it. Um, but it's sticky. It like it sticks like the letters stick. And then I got him another one that's like a bazillion pounds from the fifties oh. as well. And then he told a me to stop. Pounds. It's I carried it. I carried it from Massachusetts to New York, New York to so California. To clarify, <laughs> did you pay a bazillion pounds for it, or it weighs a bazillion? No, pounds? I only paid for the one from the twenties. I only that's paid called like a homonym, by the way. A homonym. Oh, let's talk about a homonym. Let's talk about a homonym. We don't need well, to talk so... about my my addiction to buying <gasps> pounds. Pounds, which is a word that sounds the same and is pounds. spelled the same. So it's and a homonym pounds. and a homophone. Um, Phone is for sound. A homonym and a homophone. A homon- oh, this is why the English language is so. It's the there, there, and there. <laughs> This is why the English language is so. so those are all those are all homophones. Those are because, homophones because they're they sound, they sound the same, but they're not. The, but they're not spelled, spelled the same. Mm-hmm. Whereas pounds sounds the same and is spelled the same, so it's a homonym and a homophone. Got it. But so a homonym, which is spelled the same, um, because they're it's spelled the same, but it means different things. So pounds, meaning the British LBs. currency, <laughs> British currency. Thank you. I was like British money, um, <laughs> British money, that British, British people money, money. Um, or weight. <laughs> Yeah, so that's why I was like, "Oh, it could be." What is it? What is it? Um, but uh, homophone, which there, there, and there, it sounds the same, but it means different things. Mm. Exactly. I actually brought you guys an example from Ooh. one of my favorite. Um, have you guys ever heard "Under Milkwood" by Dylan no. Thomas? No. Uh, I know Dylan Thomas well, though. 
Oh, you guys, I love Under Milkwood. It's a radio play he wrote. Do you want to say it? Well, I just... The whole play? The whole play. Can we do the whole play? Let's do the whole three play. Three acts? It's a three-act play? It's a three-act no, play? I love the opening so much. Um, Dylan Thomas. It's just great. beautiful. Like, I, I read it sometimes to myself. Um, it's read a, it. It's a whole... Well, I'm not going to read the whole opening. It's really long. But I'm going to read you this little section as an example of um, homonym. No, is it homophone? It's both. <laughs> And um, then I want to read you this example of alliteration, which I also love. I love alliteration. That's my favorite thing, alliteration. It's so beautiful. You guys, you just have to read this opening. Okay. It is spring, moonless night in the small town, starless and Bible black, the cobblestone streets silent and the hunched courtiers and rabbits wood, invisible limping down the slow black, slow black, crow black, fishing boat bobbing sea. So slow black is S-L-O-E and then black. And then slow, black. So those are, he's got two different. Oh, black, bl- what? I want to see this. He's got two different versions also, of slow, the, black. So also, you tiny. printed that out. You were like, t- t- font size two. It's so, it's so tiny. Slow, black. And then he does another thing, crow, black. So it's it's mm-hmm. similar to a homophone, but it's just a rhyme because it's obviously not. What is S-L-O-E-B-L-A-C-K? How, what slow does black. that mean? Like, yes, yeah, slow, black, but. Um, what does that mean? Versus? Say it into the microphone. Oh, what does that mean? Be, so, how, what does the spelling of that one mean? I don't actually know. Oh, okay. I don't actually know. But um, there's like so and so, isn't that? Yeah, I don't know what that means. Yeah. And then this is my one of my favorite examples of um, alliteration. And I know this whole thing. Oh my god, I could die over this. I love Dylan Thomas. Um, okay. Listen, it is night in the chill squat chapel, hemming in the bonnet and brooch and bombazine black, butterfly choker and bootlace bow, coughing in the nanny goat suckling, mintos, forty twinking, hallelujah in the night and four ale quiet as a domino and Aki Milkman's lofts in the house with gloves and the day dye breads, bakery flying like black flower. All those bees, bonnet, brooch, bombazine black, butterfly choker and bootlace bow. It's, it's dope. Ba, 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 I love alliteration. It's one of my favorite things. I try and use it as much as I can. Oh, you guys. This it's, you just gotta read this. It's sing songy. It's like a really beautiful it's so pleasing to the ear. Yeah. It's really nice. I think that's really the difference between because this is actually a really nice segue because as we've been doing this podcast and we listen back to the way that we speak, I've become so cognizant of how I sound on radio and the way I talk because I talk pretty flippantly. While we're doing these interviews. It's so flippant. Flippant. And I've tried to become more cognizant of how I speak because when done correctly, I think that spoken word can be so beautiful Mm -hmm. um, instead of... Instead of just, oh my God, like I was out the other day and I got like this... um, this thing that was, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's we've gotten still so, how I talk. That's still how I talk in my late. <laughs> no, no, no. But in my like on the podcast, I mean, that's pretty much in my laziest. How <laughs> that's how I. That's how I get. But it, it can be so much more powerful if you really put the time and effort into doing it. And I would try to do that when I did stand up a lot too. Is I would try to be very mindful of my likes and my ums and try and use alliteration and spoken word because it can just be so much more powerful. So much more, much more. By the way, <laughs> I know is incorrect. Uh, I oh, just much can't. more is not. It's well, not because it's, it's a double. It's not grammatically correct, but I use oh. it literally all the time. Literally, she doesn't figuratively use it. Literally, literally, I use it all the time. Does. So, uh, what would be the proper way of saying much more? More. More. Oh, it's why more. is it not correct? It's the same thing. I think it's saying right? the same thing twice. 
mean, you can say much more powerful because it is more than much. I mean, it's... <laughs> it is much than more. It's more than much. Muchy more. <clears throat> or is I mean, it just, is it like a lazy <clears throat> phrase? Is that how it's considered? Well, and then, yes. Okay. Great. <laughs> yes. It's, I mean, it technically is yeah. like improper, but like I said, I don't really care when people use it in speech. Mm-hmm. If it was written, I'd be like, ugh, God, this is. What really bothers me, though, mm. is when people say things like, I'm really better at that. Mm. Or like, I'm, I'm like much, or when they, oh, I'm trying to give a good example of um, when it's already better and then they're like, oh, this is it. Like, I'm more better at that. And I'm like, you're already saying I'm better at that. Like, you don't have to yeah. say more better. Because better just doesn't already implies. sound right. People say that, that, like, that's what bothers me in speech. Because I'm like, you know, that's not, what? <laughs> we had, I had a girl, and this happens a lot in Pennsylvania, I guess. Um, or I noticed it more in my childhood where I spent most of my time in Pennsylvania. Um, all of yous. All of yous. Hated that. Yeah. I knew that one was wrong. I do say y'all. I got that one. When I speak sometimes. Yeah, but that's because you're adorable. And also (laughs) that's, there, there's something with it. There's something with that phrase that is endearing and it's associated in a different way. There's also not a good way in English to notate like more than you, like multiple you, plural yeah. you. Plural. Like in French, there's there's a great like it's vu, vu, and it's not or new like depending on if you're know them or not if you're familiar or not. But mm-hmm. it's just it's not uh, there's not a good way in English to so sometimes it's like hey y'all, <laughs> like yeah y'all over there instead of just you just and because you all is so like. Hello, you all. <laughs> I know it sounds so. Or like, hello, you. Yeah. Hey, you. That's when I don't know somebody's name. Hey, yo. Hey, How's it yo. Going? So, and then you're just like, what's up, y'all people? All you people? <laughs> all you. What's up, all you people? Yous don't understand. That was. I say hi, everyone. Oof. Hey, everyone. Hey, guys. Hi, friends. Mm-hmm. I say hi, friends. That's hi, a friends. nannying thing. <laughs> That's a nanny thing, though, I think. Uh, yeah. Because they're like. I oh. refer to a lot of people as friends from preschool. I'm always just like, hey, friends. Hi, friends. Or when I talk to kids, too, I'm always like, your friend over here. And they're like, he's not my friend. I'm just, I get are Everybody's it. friends. <laughs> everybody's <all> friends. friends. <laughs> That's, so what other, um, with puns, mm, puns, trying to think of other, what are some fun puns? Because puns, to me, are the jokes of the English language. Sure. Right? Sure. I, I find them, I'm very bad at coming up with I'm them. I'm horrible at puns. But horrible I, at puns. I think they're so enjoyable. They are the dad jokes of the English language. And they Absolutely. can be done well and they can be done very badly. Mm-hmm. There can be forced puns. Yeah. So not appreciated. Yeah. I Bob's Burgers does them really when they good. are not appreciated. Like when they're you, bad. You still dig a bad pun. Oh, I love bad puns. No, no such thing as a, as a bad pun. Just because even then you're like, oh, such thing that, as a bad pun. That was so terrible, but it was, it was still a pun. Do you have some favorite puns? Do you have a particular pun? A particular pun? I mean, my <laughs> alliteration. <laughs> alliteration. I mean, my favorite joke is, is just a bad pun. It's, um, okay, what does an agnostic dyslexic insomniac do? What? He lies awake at night wondering if there really is a dog. Uh, wait, 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 wait. No, this is a thinker for me. Uh, <laughs> Do it. 
Jackie got it. Do it one more time. Okay, what does an agnostic, dyslexic, insomniac do? What? He lies awake at night wondering if there really is a dog. I don't get it. Because agnostic, okay, so agnostic means mm-hmm. you're like not really sure if God exists or not. Yeah. Insomniac means you can't sleep. He lies awake. And dyslexic means you see words or read words backwards. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, guys. <laughs> oh, God. So he lies awake at night wondering if there really is a dog. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's just so... yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. <gasps> hey, can you? And then, and then every time I see that, I just picture this person who, like, when he sees dogs, they're like, look at these little gods. These gods are so cute. Oh. <laughs> I just thought of, like, a Sim character, like, sitting down with a little thought bubble of a dog. Uh, on top of its head, you know but what I mean? Sleeping. But not sleeping, just like, just like so little sim man, you need to sleep or your happiness level will go down. Down, down, down. I also love those like jokes that are riddles like, what's black and white and red all over? Ooh. I know. What? A newspaper. Yeah. Like I just love them. I mean I think puns are so they're similar to riddles, you know? Mm-hmm. Like they yeah. can stem off of riddles and then you're like, okay. Are you guys I mean you've heard of that joke or that joke structure in improv one eighty five? No. No. Oh my gosh. I love this. It's so it's an improv game, but it also um it's just a pun game. It's just like a pun generator. So you say like, okay, um, okay, give me a suggestion. Like a one word? Yeah. Oh, okay. Jackie looked like she had one in the barrel. I know, but it was a food one and I didn't want to do that. Uh, Checkers. Checkers. Okay. So the joke structure is this 185 checkers walk into the walk into a bar and the bartender's like we don't accept your kind here and the checkers are like why not and the bartender's like because every time you come in you don't pay your check or like whatever and you you have to make a pun off of it and then like you know it just it's like you every single thing you say so then it's like okay cool 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 um 185 checkers walk into the bar and the bartender's like we don't accept your kind here and the Checkers are like, why not? And they're like, because every time you come here, you're always trying to play king or, you know, whatever, right? You did that so well. I would not. No, I can't do that. I you can't are do that. So imp- that's so impressive to me. You just wrote two jokes. You could write a joke book. Brilliant. <laughs> you could write a joke book. You could. <laughs> Those were not even you great. Do it. They weren't even great puns. No. But like, they it's... worked. I got it. I was with why you. Why is it that the we can't? Time. Why is it that we can't think of a pun on on the fly? I don't know. I think it's just because I'm mentally arthritic in general. Like I have a hard time thinking thoughts. So I ha- I didn't spell my name right. I like missed a letter when I wrote it five minutes ago. So that might be why too. I'm bad at all this stuff. I I I mean I I. My dad and I literally will have like pun offs. Well, he, just... he times you in the car while you're driving. <laughs> Calls you the jumble queen. <laughs> you're the jumble queen. But that's to unscramble words. That's not to create puns. But still, he I and think I that's will so impressive. Just... Yeah, I mean, are you I... the pun princess? The pun princess. <laughs> probably. Pro- I probably am. A letter. We just. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I've been doing it my whole life. You know, like he and I will literally just. You're programmed make that way. Dumb jokes at each other. That's all we do. I love that. That's how we interact with each other. That's good, though. That's like... Hey, dad, I, it, dumb joke. Hey, dad, dumb jokes. It's it's so nice. I think that... And we've talked about this several times on the podcast. When something is your guilty pleasure or like something that is like odd that you're super passionate about, oftentimes it stems from a childhood mm-hmm. situation yeah. or like um, a way you identify yourself sure. or spend your time. And it, that's the exact same thing. You're It's the way that you interacted and bonded with both parents, it sounds like, which is an awesome thing. 
Yeah. Also, you're really good at writing papers. Like, that's the best. <laughs> it's funny. My sister was chosen as the, uh, like, speaker for her college graduation or whatever. And she is the valedictorian. Not, no college for college. <laughs> she was the valedictorian at high school. In high Do school, they not have those in college. I don't know, but she wasn't. They're just called the speaker. You get downgraded. <laughs> she was, well, she was the elected student speaker, so that's what it was. That's cool. And um, she made me write her speech. <laughs> that's even better. She she had like things that she wanted to say, and so she was like, "I want to talk about these things," and I was like, "Great." And she so she gave me some topics, and I just wrote her speech for her. But that's um, amazing. That's wild. She has always she's always been like the mathy science smart whatever. Mm-hmm. But I've always been like the artistic. Actually, this was a huge. So in eighth grade, we had to do poetry notebooks, and I'm only a year younger than her. And so that's when I was like, I bet I could write a poem. And I I bet if I had a if I'll I bet my bottom dollar on the fact that I can write a poem. I, and so I did. I just was like, I could do that cuz like part of the poetry notebook is you have to like put found poetry in there and then the other part is you have to write some of your own poetry. So she was like writing her poetry and I was like, I could do that. So I like sat down and I just like crafted this poem and I was like, "Hey Laurel, what do you think of this poem?" And she looked at it and she was like, "You didn't write this." And I was like, yeah, I did. I just like sat down and wrote this poem. And she was like, there's no way you wrote this. Aww. And I was like, I just like literally wrote this right now. And she didn't believe me. And I was like really upset. And my mom was like, she just doesn't believe you because it's really good. Aww. <laughs> but that is like, I think so true, though, because she doesn't like it when people are better than her at things. And mm-hmm. it was a pretty good poem, you guys. Aw, um, do you remember, do you remember it? A hundred percent, I remember. <laughs> Can you say, you say it? it? <laughs> I just got so excited. Okay, it was called Morphin to Me. Um, Seventh goes, grade topic. Uh, um, Transition. Let me just get in my. Okay, I have to center myself. Here we go. Morphin to me for just one day, and you will know the miserable way the people laugh, the animals run, the plants point, all for one. One is me without sweet embrace. I drop to my knee and cover my face. Hold me in your arms. Keep me warm. Let your soft cheek brush mine before I get torn. Wow. Oh, we have to snap. Because that's what you do after spoken. We're very slow snappers. That was a beautiful poem. That was beautiful. That's definitely, how old were you in seventh grade? Like 12? Yeah, like 12. That's definitely something a 12-year-old would think Uh, about. Yeah. That was was, like, uh, yeah, that's 12. Intense feelings. Intense emotional feelings. That was was wonderful. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. Sure, no problem, you guys. That was um, 12-year-old Molly um, feeling a little little left out and emotional. No, I get that. I totally get that. And then her sister was like, you suck, you didn't write this. And I was like, "Um, whatever, Laurel, I did. Freaking Laurel. Freaking Laurel. Laurel, if you're listening to this, I wrote that poem. <laughs> Not only wrote it, but memorized it. And like, I have memorized a it. lot of. I've memorized a lot of poems. I never, I never really got into poetry the poetry. way that it would. It, people tried to get me into it. I was just never. I, I prefer fiction. Um, I prefer like novels and stuff like that. But my high school was very into poetry, and I would always be the jackass who would carry around music lyrics, and they're like, "This isn't a poem; it's lyrics." I'm like, "They're the same thing." They are. I got really into poetry. I have a poetry blog, you guys. You do? Do you have a poetry blog? <laughs> I have a poetry what? blog. What? I'm like I'm actually kind of nerdy about poetry. I'll um when I'm alone and I'm kind of chilling out, I'll watch like a a lot of poetry slams. Oh. I love yeah. poetry slams. Like a spoken word. I was, slam? Yeah, I was yeah. really I really fell in love with Ani DeFranco 
in high school and she does a lot of um, poetry at, like spoken word poetry sure. in her music as well. Like she'll kind of like weave that in and out and stuff. Um, so I got really, really into it. And it's just something I've always really enjoyed. Yeah, I've never done it. I would write poetry in high school a lot, actually, but um, I have none of them memorized. Uh, but yeah, it's I I always loved it. What's your poetry? I want to like now I'm gonna nerd <laughs> out on your poetry blog. <laughs> I got really into it. Um, this is gonna get a little blue for a second. My mom passed away, and then I started like really writing a, a bunch of poetry. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why I was like, that's gonna be blue. It's a fact it's of life, y'all. <laughs> yeah. Um, people die. No big deal. Um, so then I started, and I. It was like a creative writing double major in college, and so I was like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna start this poetry blog." And I was like, "I'm gonna write a poem a day." That did not happen. I think like to date, there's like I don't know, fifty or sixty poems or something on there. That's dope. But um, I continually add to it. Um, and every, I mean, there's a bunch of poems that clearly are not on there that I'm like, I'm not putting that online. Um, there's even a song I wrote on there. That's yeah, awesome. So, Jackie, lyrics are poems. They Thank are. you. Lyrics are poems. There you go. Where can we find this? Because um, I want to find it's It's <laughs> on Blogspot. It's I think it's called Everyday Poetry. Great. You guys, Let's just look it. it up. Look it up. Become followers. And you'll get like an Hells update. Yeah. Of, you'll get an updated poem like every couple of months or every month or something. I love that. Thank you. I have one. We're, we're going to have to wrap soon, but I have one question for you. Uh-huh. When it comes to grammar and spelling and all that stuff, do you use that as a way to to kind of um, siphon through siphon out partners or uh, like significant uh, others? Signi- potential significant Ooh. others. Yeah. Like Good. A, yeah. Good mm-hmm. for you. I mean, especially since like online dating is such a thing. I am not currently online dating, but I have in the past. Mm-hmm. And as a woman, you get a lot of unwanted messages. Oh, yeah. But also just yeah. like messages in general. And if they are not well written or well spelled or any, I'm just like, no. Narrow uh-uh. that shit down, man. But even, even, uh, even with people that I've just, like, met in life normally, because online dating is such a bizarre thing, I'm like, um, no, mm-mm. you don't, you can't, you don't speak well. <laughs> you or, don't know how to write, Or, so. like, your vocabulary is not uh, a vocabulary that I'm interested in seeing how well that's developed in general. <laughs> I like that. That's, like, a really, maybe people need to start thinking about that a little bit more. I dig it. I get that, but my fiance did use the incorrect your in one of our very <gasps> first text messages. <gasps> but I did forgive him. You know, and that's I went on it. <laughs> obviously. I, you have obviously. to you have to be really clear about like, okay, well that's fine. Like I I'm gonna accept that and I'm gonna move on with my life. The worst is when you like post something on social media. And then you're like, uh, I did the wrong one. And then you have to you have to comment on it. You have to be like, I know it's a comma R. Oh, I edit that shit. I edit that shit. I edit it. I edit it. Or if you, yeah. And then I comment. I reply to the person's comment like, what do you mean, you stupid idiot? It's the right one. Yeah, what do you mean? Okay, I don't like it when people are petty. Like if somebody makes a post and then they don't agree with the post or whatever but their only comment is oh well you're so dumb you use the wrong spelling i'm like if that's really you're commenting to literally if say that's that, what it is yeah. that's what you are so upset like come on yeah we have better things to do i'll look at it and i'll be like oh that's improper but whatever i'm gonna still read the content of your post mm-hmm. but you are taking time out of your life 
to post that they spelled something wrong. Like, get you're just doing so that to inflate open. your own self stuff. It's yeah. so your petty. Own self your stuff. own self stuff. My your own self stuff. You know, it's just I'm just like that's too petty for me. Yeah, like no. I, I'll be judgmental and be like, oh, well, you're dumb, but I'm yeah. not gonna comment. Yeah, it's it's like it's yeah, it's it's that's a, a sensible eye roll. To somebody who does something like that. such an eye roll. Just just have your own feelings. You're just as bad if you're commenting on it. That's just as bad. I love it too, though. This is what I do love. When those people comment about grammar or spelling and then their grammar and spelling is Is off. And I'm like, oh, yes. Like I just just want to like. Gotcha. I just want to like gotcha. celebrate about it and be like, yes, yes, yes. Like, you it's suck. Just <laughs> you suck. You suck. You suck. You suck. You're the worst. And I'm the best. I'm the best. I'm the best because I noticed that you suck and I'm the best. Uh, da, da. And I want to just have like a fucking dance party. I know how to party. spell Afghanistan. <laughs> Woo! Like that's that's gonna be like if I ever get married, that's gonna be in my wedding vows. I know how to spell Afghanistan, <laughs> so fuck you. Yeah. So keep keep it together because keep it together. I can spell circles. Otherwise, <laughs> you're not gonna get my whores to ovaries. Yeah. What? <laughs> okay. Molly, Molly, Molly. Thank Molly, you so much. Promote what you would like to promote, yeah, and then we'll, we're gonna record our intro real quick. Um. Well, the vanities. Yeah. Uh, you guys come see our show every second Saturday. December at- 9th is the next one at yes. 8 p.m. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's when it is. $5. And $5 make you hada. Um, or if you know us, we could put you on a comp list, but we probably won't. Um, <laughs> no, we need that sweet, sweet five. <laughs> um, also, um, you can find me on Instagram. I post some funny stuff sometimes at Molly Wixon. And um, oh, Big news, you guys. I'm starting a podcast myself. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Jackie and Amanda helped me. No big deal. Um, They're pretty great. Um, (laughs) You're pretty great. You're pretty great. It's called, um, can you teach me that? And it'll be really informative about stuff I don't know. (laughs) Obviously not about grammar. And (laughs) look for it in the new year. Yeah. Yeah. Are you going to be on Nerdist School Network? Where are you going to be at? Probably. Yeah? Maybe. I don't know. Sweet. Well, you follow Molly, follow on, Instagram, Molly on Insta. And then, and then, and then you'll she post there, I'm sure. She has two very cute dogs. She does. I do. To give They're you any more cute. incentive. Um, their names are Mr. Darcy and Dr. Watson because, again, literary, grammar, English snob nerd right here. Love it. Love yeah, it. Thank you so thank much. Thank you, Molly. Nerdist School Network. For class and show information, visit nerdistschool.com.